All right, man. Hey, good morning. Um, oh, what was I going to talk about today? Head's just racing. I've been I've been racing. My head's been all over the place for the last three, four days. Um, yeah. Uh, you know what's funny is like I I got a million million things million things to do, and I get frantic kind of try to try to do them all at once, and then I end up doing a little of one, a little of another, a little of another. End up doing a little of one half fast, too fast, and then it makes more work. I just, it's like, man. And then I find myself like trying to write all this shit down on a list. I've talked about it before. Write everything down on a list so I don't forget it because all these ideas are always popping up in my head and running around everywhere. At least I'm organized, right? I got a list. I got 15 lists all over my desk, all over the house. And um, to top it off, it's like, <clears throat> million people reaching out for this or that and just man it's easy to get to get burnt out quick and then I end up solving I end up solving the the little quick tasks so I can feel good about it being accomplished the quick ones the quick ones the quick ones and it's like so I can scratch some things off the list you know and um but it doesn't ever fix anything I'm always I always feel so busy or so behind and I look at the lists over, and then I rewrite the lists, and then I reorganize them. So I'm or- at least I'm organized, and I'll get things done. And by, by the end of the my energy for whatever session, I'm making a a sprint, a work sprint towards. I always have that uh, a big list of a bunch of shit, and all the heavy stuff is still on the list. And then I think that just what 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 weighs weighs on the back of your mind all the time, right? Always having. Always having the heavy shit. That's what makes you always feel behind. I started <clears throat> saying, hey, like, tackle one. Big. I've got so many strategies. I've talked about them, written about them, and they're great when you use them. But I just keep finding myself back in the same rut again, back in the same rut again. I'm not habituating. I'm not habituating what uh, what I believe or what I know works, you know? And I don't know what that is. <laughs> Excuse me. I think it's because you don't habituate something to solve a problem that you identify over and over and over again. What? What is that? Because you're just in this vicious cycle, right? I know it works, and then I choose not to do it. Or then I choose to do it, and it works, and I feel good, but then I fall back to the old ways. And um, I've just been thinking, thinking a lot about that. It brings me back to thinking about Dan Healy, Colonel Healy, um, mentor of mine for a lot of years. And uh, he used to toss you, always got a lot of kindling in the fire. Always burning, always burning, burning fast. And you're throwing more, more and more sticks in the fire, more and more sticks in the fire, and you're burning them up. But it's just kindling. You need to burn, burn big logs. You know, throw some heat out. Once once you get some kindling, get the fire going. Put big logs in and then you get real heat. Instead of just burning fast, quick, little shit. And I, I just kept going back to that. And I was at the Naval Academy and we were talking about that when I was feeling a lot of what I'm feeling now. So many things going on. Wanting to do so much. So give so much to other people. And then it's like, yeah, hey, what are you? you just, and you're doing good. Or I'm doing well, or whatever it is. Um, 
But it's like, yeah, hey, it's just all quick, fast stuff. You know, answering 100 texts a day, <laughs> 15,000 emails. And and I decided to, anyways, where am I going with this? I don't know. Um, I'm not habituating. When, when I put into practice what I know works, it works and I feel relief. And then when I get that relief, I I take advantage of it to relax because I've got the relief and I can finally relax. And then everything builds back up again and then I go right over back to my old ways and get overwhelmed and I start crushing shit quick because I feel like I'm behind or whatever. And I got these big looming tasks ahead of me. And I just and they just weigh on you. And it just builds up, builds up. Why? Why do I keep why do I not habituate um, I guess it's, I really think, okay, think about it for change. Like if some people are always telling me how they want to change, they want to do this, they want to change, they want to do this, they want to do that. And I'm always telling them like, yeah, okay, cool. If you really want to, you will. So maybe you don't really want to, Tosh. Maybe you don't really want to. Maybe you're just happy sitting in here. And even though you identify temporary periods of, of stress or unhappiness, you just ultimately don't want to. Well, why don't you want to? You say you want to, but you don't want to. Because mm. I get away with it. Maybe I just get away with it, right? Because it's still a good life. I manage it well. I can just shut things off. People aren't dying. I can just retreat and do whatever I want and just keep burning stuff off. There's no real urgency. How about this? How about need to, right? <clears throat> A need. If there's going to be change, there's got to be a need. There's no real need because things are working out. Maybe that's what it is. I look at, I look at other. I'm looking at other people and interactions so that I can see the pattern that I can recognize in them and then apply it to myself. Right? It's really, it's really like taken from my checking in with the left hand stuff and. um People say all the time, oh, I want to do this, I want to lose weight, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to be this, I want to be better, whatever. But then they never do. And I, I refuse to just say, hey, they're lazy, because I'm not talking about lazy people. And I think that's a quick, oh, they're lazy, or oh, they're not motivated, or they're not an achiever, they're not a winner. Nah, I don't, I don't buy that. I think we're overplaying those words. I think there's not a real need, no real necessity. You're kind of still getting by. An unfortunate predicament would create an opportunity for need to arise or necessity, and then change would occur. So I think that's a function of it. I think that's a function of why I keep finding myself in the same position over and over. No real necessity. So I have to be. So that means I'd, I'd have to be if I wanted to still do change without there being a need. I would say I'd have to be driven, right? <clears throat> People that <clears throat> want to make change, but there's no real need to make the change, but they identify something that they want to change or course correct. They have to have some sort of motivator and they have to be driven. And then they can make the change or be driven. Yeah, driven, driven. I'm using the same word that's circular. They can make the change then because they have something that they believe in, they're inspired by, they're motivated towards, or whatever, and then the change can occur. And it's like, okay, cool. I'm not motivated to make a change, because I'm getting away with it. 
I don't have a need to make a change because it's it's doing well. Could it do better? Sure. Right? But I'm managing it. But man, life is so good when I don't have to manage it. I'm so much more productive. I'm so much more value to others. So, I don't know. That's what I was thinking about today. And, uh, of course, a ton of stress because I'm getting ready to leave for a little while. Do some hunting up in Montana, chasing them pronghorns with a bow, but... And it's like, oh, I got a million tasks I need to finish before I go so that I don't leave, you know, the house and the family and stuff untended while I'm gone. Because I've learned that lesson. If you leave shit untended and then you leave, you end up getting calls. And then you have to come back earlier. You get more stressed because now you fucked it up. <laughs> and you're not there to fix it. So I'm trying to rush around and get a whole bunch of stuff done so that I can leave and be able to be stress-free and focus on what I want to do instead of thinking about the, the stuff back at home. And then learning to say no. Learning to say no. Learning to do that. Continually trimming up my obligations to things. Not because I don't want to, but because it's compromising more important stuff. Ah, that's not fair to say more important stuff, but maybe some of it is. Same thing with relationships and just just trying to get tighter about stuff. But, yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, stop putting kindling in the fire and start putting big logs. Use your energy when you have the energy. Get something big done. And then you'll have that weight off of you and give you more energy to knock a few little things off. But the little things keep piling up, man fast, and then the unexpected things that take priority, right, like, it's always popping up, but I've been starting to try to put my phone down for a bunch of hours and not stay connected to that, I try to check in with Facebook only once or twice, and then respond, and if people get upset because it takes me a week week to respond, and, well, hey, man, sorry, (laughs) you know, but, um, I do respond, same thing with text, man. I'm not immediate on. I'm trying to put the phone down for, for three, four hours at a time and not be be slave to that and then feel like I got to answer every text message immediately. Right? That's something that goes on with me. You get a text message, and you got to answer it right away. Or you feel like, oh, it's 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 immediate. You got to do it. I'm like, no, there's no nothing saying that I have to answer that text right away. It sits there for a little bit, and then inevitably it gets buried, and then I I lose it for. You know, a couple of days, but you know, it'd be neat if if um, iPhone had a way to go back and mark messages unread, or at least give it a different ticker or a color or something, so that you can go back. Because I'll read a text message, and be like, okay, cool, I'll get to that in a little bit or later. Um, but then it's unread, and then with everything else going, or then it's read, and then you go about your day and a whole bunch of other things happening and you forget about it unless you write it down on your list. And that's a piece of work, right? And there's the problem. So so if Apple could done fuck that for me, they'd fix my problem. <laughs> nah, point it point another shit, right? Um and then it got me thinking too about something that uh, Bill Henniger told me once down down hanging out with him. I'm super blessed to have formed a relationship with him because he's a he's an incredible 
human being. He's a ridiculously intelligent, savvy. He's a yeah, I said it once, I'm going to say it again because he's that good of a human being. He's that good of a human being. Um, and he's a mentor too, right? Like uh, a business mentor. Oh, he, he, just the things that he says gives you a different light on how to look about things. And he said something to me about, well, he says all kinds of great things, but lead. he likes to say, lead, don't chase. Lead, don't chase. I've been thinking about that lately. Oh, I'm chasing. What am I chasing? Am I chasing dreams? Am I chasing goals? Am I chasing things that I want? Or am I chasing other people? Am I chasing other people's expectations? I've just been playing around with lead, don't chase. Lead, don't chase. I keep saying, like, hey, if you can't lead yourself, you've got no business leading others. And I believe that. And I take that with the lead, don't chase from Bill. And then it has more meaning, you know, even has more meaning. And then I take it with my checking in with the left hand and my pointy finger and I apply that to lead, don't chase, lead, don't chase. I'm like, oh man, there's, there's something really cool about that, you know, and it gets me grounded with being authentic and genuine instead of being superficial and Anyways, <clears throat> lead, don't chase. Lead, don't chase. All right, I got a. It's kind of a quick one today. Just throwing some things out there. That's going. That's but that's what's been beating me up in my head nonstop for the last four or five days. Just that, that same conversation, just going over and over and over and in and out and in and out. And I really just distilled it down to the nuggets instead of the the little branches that it takes. But that's like the big nuggets of. That's the trunk, the trunk of it all, and the branches. If I'm using a tree as an analogy, I don't even think that's a good analogy, but a lot of good things going on. Go get me an antelope. All right, man. Hey, hope everybody has a good week, and I'll get back, and maybe it'll be a cool little little hunt report, change a change of pace for a minute, you know, and uh, actually getting ready to make good on having Nicole on for a podcast. We've been, I've been taking some notes, some things to talk about. would be pretty cool. So hope everybody had a good Labor Day weekend, and uh, we'll see you guys. We'll talk to you guys, or we'll talk to myself and let you listen, I guess. More like it. Uh, about a week, man. All right. Howdy.